Hello and welcome to a special Isle of United Colcaster edition of the Manchester United podcast, assisted by TeamViewer. The club have announced that the legendary fan event will be returning to India for the first time in four years, touching down in Kolkata on Sunday the 16th of October for a live screening of the Premier League match against Newcastle United and much, much more. Why Kolkata, you ask? Well, when the pandemic postponed plans for a match screening in February 2021, we staged a special virtual event which gave fans in India the opportunity to decide where the next live, in-person Isle of United event should take place. Of the six shortlisted Indian cities, Kolkata was the clear winner with 33% of votes. Manchester United and India have a long-standing affiliation with one of the most dedicated fan bases and a number of ex-United players making the move over to the Indian Super League. I'm Zara Connolly, and in this episode, I'll be trying to find out more about that special connection between the club and the fans in India. To do that, I'll be speaking to India cricket hero Ajit Agarkar and United legends Wes Brown and Mikel Silvestre, who both played in the ISL and will be travelling to Kolkata to meet fans at the event. I also caught up with the head of the United Supporters Club branch in Kolkata, as well as Jaden Sancho to talk about his link to India and the city of Kolkata. All thanks to the magic of TeamViewer's remote device technology. First though, I sat down with United legend Wes Brown to find out more about his experiences in India. So Wes, thanks for joining me. You alright? Very good, Sarah. Yeah, how are you? I'm alright, thank you. I want to ask you, when did you find out that you'd be returning to India for this I Love United event? Are you excited about it? Do you know what I am? I was very excited. I mean, I got told me a couple of weeks ago that we're, we're going back to India. And like you know, I, I've played out there and, and really love the country. And the fans as well. The fans are really passionate, aren't they? Zara, the fans are the best thing. Crazy. I mean, when I signed um, for Corella, um, I couldn't actually believe what the fans were like, if I'm being quite honest. And um, like I said, I had a great experience out there and a great time um, playing for the club. And, and obviously meeting the fans because they are special, very special. You must be really happy as well because you're not going on your own. You're going to be reunited with Mikel Silvestre, aren't you? Yeah, um, I've not seen Mikel since our last trip um, when we went away. So it'd be, you know, it'd be quality to see him again. And obviously Mikel played in India as well. So, you know, he understands everything that's going on out there and, and how big the football and the fans are. So, yeah, we played for two different clubs. But, you know, it's so good going back there and, you know, and now with Man United. We'll get more onto that in a minute, but I'm on a special mission to find out about this special connection between Manchester United and India. So I want to talk about your experiences with it. Now, you've just mentioned briefly about Kerala Blasters. Talk to me about that experience and how great it was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was, it was was really good. I mean, I went over, it was me and um, Berbatov and Paul Chubka, who I played with um, at Man United. And we went over to play for Corella and Rennie Mullenstein was the manager. And and like I said, it's, it was a little bit different. There wasn't as many teams. The, the league wasn't um, as big. Um, but the experience we had was, you know, one that I'll never forget. And, you know, when you get to... I was pretty old then, to be fair, Zara. And when you get to that age, you, you wonder if you're still going to enjoy it. But honestly, it was a, a fantastic experience and a, and a great time there. How did that move actually come about? It was just out of the blue. It was out of the blue. I, I sort of finished at Blackburn Rovers, just keeping myself fit, really. And, you know, like I said, Rennie Mullenstein gave me a phone call. And um, it was, you know, a pretty easy decision. I did look uh, on the internet and see what the Corella Blasters was about. And it was funny at the time, Teddy Sheringham phoned me the next day and asked me, did I want to come and play um, for Calcutta? Uh, as well but I've, you know me keeping my word I've said I've, I've already said yes to Rene so um, it was 
it, it was nice considering I was still, you know, getting old a bit, but there was there was two managers that still wanted me to, to come and play for him. And like I said, the the players, not only the Indian players, but um the fans as well were, you know, we we fitted in really well. Fair play. Now what was the reception like when you actually first got to Carol Blasters? One of the best things I've ever seen, if I'm being honest. We had the opening ceremony at the Corella Blasters for the um, for the league, the actual league. And like I said, that was, you know, something that you need to witness for yourself. And I'm sure it's on YouTube, but it was, you can imagine the Olympic Games, the Commonwealth, you know, the opening ceremony, they just go crazy. And, and like I said, that kicked it all off, really. Talk to me about... Rene Mullenstein, how did you find him? I guess it must have been a no-brainer when he offered you to come and join him. Yeah, well, you know, when you get to that age, you know it's there's not no as long left. And I still thought I could play, um, like I said, and you know, still kept myself fit. So, yeah, I mean, knowing it was Rene being the manager as well made it a lot easier. And also knowing that Berbatov and, and Paul were going as well, it was a, a no-brainer, really. And like I said, I still want to carry on. I still love the game. And it was great for me to experience, you know, playing in another country. So, like I said, when we got there, the, the welcome was un- unbelievable. We met all our teammates, great lads. It's just like being in any other changing room. You know, they'd be asking loads of questions about what, what we've done in the past. And, you know, they'd be loving every second of it. But ultimately, we, we were there to, to play football. And, you know, we had a good season. We didn't win it. And... Um, but like I said, it'll be a, an experience that I'll never forget. And I still speak to a lot of the lads now. And speaking about experiences, there must have been a variety of experience that you wanted to do out there. Was there any in particular that stood out for you? Um, I mean, I think where we was, I wanted to get one of the houseboats done. That's on the river. You know, we ate on there. We could have stayed, but we had training the next day. So we we just sort of had, you know, different days. Uh, my friends came over for a week. You know, we did everything you can do, the foods, um, the experiences that, that they have to offer. And and like I said, just just meeting the people, really. If, if any anyone's ever been to it, India, it's a little bit different to what you're used to in England. But like I said, the, the people were so nice. And we did lots of things as teams as well, like lots of activities, went to different places. And like I said, the food was tremendous. If you like Indian food, I mean, that was, it's perfect for you. I'll have to give it a try at some point then out there. Now, did anything surprise you about your time at Kerala Blasters? Yeah, the heat. So <laughs> you were hold on. You were surprised by the heat. Yeah, it was so hot. It was so hot. I mean, we changed training a few different times. We, you know, first of all, we trained at normal time, ten o'clock. That was too hot. Then we went to the evening. That was okay. Um, and then we ended up starting really early in the morning, maybe seven. So we just missed the the full heat. But yeah, the you know, you, you, dehydration levels, you'd have to drink water all day. But like I said, I got my hour in of tanning every day, Zara. So I, I topped up on my tan, which was really good. Now, what was your most memorable moment on the pitch out there and off the pitch? Yeah, I mean, on the pitch, do you know what? I, I don't score many, but I've, I've scored for every team that I played for. So I needed to score and I actually got a goal um, coming to the end of the season. So that that was good. And and like I said, just the different experiences that India has to offer, even a, a little bit. I mean, the, the team, you know, I think that when a bunch of lads are all together anyway, you, you do have a lot of fun. Um, but obviously, people have had different experiences. So um, it was good sitting down and helping them. You know, we did help them quite a lot. Uh, and like I said, it, we ended up being a really good team. Now, so as we said earlier, 
I Love United is on the 16th of October in Kolkata. And now you're going to be on stage for the screening of the Newcastle game. Yeah, it's going to be good. I know, like, there's one thing I learned that there's so many Man United fans, like so many. And I know it's going to be a great event. Lots of people will turn up and, you know, hopefully they can cheer on, like, just like me now, like a fan. And we can we can get the win as we're playing. We're not playing too bad at the moment, but like I said, it's going to be a great day and hopefully a, a great turnout. And you know, me and Mikel will do our utmost to to make everybody happy. And then I'm guessing you definitely agree that there is a very special connection between Manchester United and India. Then isn't there? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. Pretty sure when you're walking down the street, you'll see someone in Man United top. Thanks so much for that, Wes. Now, what message are you going to give to the fans before you head out there? Listen, just that it's going to be a great event and me and Mikel are really looking forward to it. So if you want to come and join us and have a tremendous time and experience, please register and hopefully we'll see you there. So Wes says one of the key things in this special relationship is the passion of the Indian United fans. To tap into that, I dialed up Sumya Dasgupta from the Manchester United Supporters Club in Kolkata to find out what it means to follow the club so passionately from so far away. So Samia, thank you for joining me. Now, how are you and what have you been up to? I'm good. Uh, just happy with uh, what uh, what results we're getting off late. Uh, very happy with uh, Eric Ten Hag's progress. And uh, I'm just, I can't, can't wait to get back to, just to see matches back on, on, on the telly. Because, you know, right now, uh, it's been a long time since we had... Mostly because of the Queen's funeral, and now uh, I think I think it's it's high time for us to get back. I can't wait for Man United to be on the pitch as soon as possible. Same here. I know that all those Reds, we have been so pleased with the performances. It's been great to see. Now, talk to me because I love the representation in the background. It's amazing to see the Kolkata official supporters club flag. It's from it's from the last uh, last official supporters dinner. So yeah, that goes, oh, wow. it's, it's it's that flag actually. I'm, I'm excited for the next supporters' dinner on, on, the, 16th, on, the, on the 14th of uh, October. Well, that's incredible. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing all about it. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we want to know a bit more about you. So how long have you been following United and what got you into United to begin with? I'm, I'm from a part of the world which is which is which is so much uh, into, into into football. Uh, so we have football clubs which which date, dates back to uh, late 1800s. So uh, you know, and, and that's why football is part. It's it's so much imbibed in in, in Calcutta in, in in Calcutta culture and uh, and and that's how I'm into football. Uh, for Man United, it's you know it's what my dad used to put me through. Uh, we were watching the Champions League final in 1999. Uh, I remember since then I have been uh, watching the matches. Uh, it's 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 pretty late night in 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 the in in my country when I when we watch the match. But uh, there, there is nothing which can douse our enthusiasm, and we watch all the matches. Uh, and you know, the love for Sir Alex Ferguson, love for the Reds, and that's how it all began. Yeah, it must be really difficult with the time difference. Um, are you in Kolkata right now, and what's the time difference like? The time difference is around four and a half hours, and it's uh, it's. I, I know everybody thinks that you know the time difference is something that makes a lot of difference. I've travelled uh, to a number of places. I've been uh, in, in Singapore for a for, for for a couple of years, and from there it was the time difference was even much more strict. Uh, we used to watch matches like which used to start at three three a.m. three thirty a.m. in the night. So I, I know the time difference, but there is nothing that can stop us watching Man United play. You know that's the best possible thing that can happen to us over the week over the weekend. That's what's so good about hearing this. You can just tell how passionate you all are. It's great. And is everyone like that in the Kolkata Supporters Club? How did you actually get involved? 
Uh, oh yes, I mean in 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 Calcutta, it's 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 same for everybody. Everybody is more or less uh, like they're, they're into soccer. Uh, we have internal sports rivalries, which 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 are from the home teams in in in, in Calcutta. But then when it comes to Man United, you know we are all unified together. I mean you won't even believe the amount of knowledge these guys have about Man United or about Sir Alex Ferguson for that matter. I mean they have they they must have watched the documentaries. All United documentaries or all whatever whatever they could they could find online, even much before they are they are being planned in the head by the people. So these guys are like super crazy people, just just crazy for soccer, crazy for football, and these guys can actually make a lot of difference because you know uh, when we watched uh, uh, when we watched last season's Leicester match, there were 25 of us at at at, at Old Trafford. So many people came from Calcutta to watch the match. It was it was amazing. We could hear we could actually buzz out uh, the, the the opposition actually even though when, when they scored one goal uh, and they were leading but uh, we drew the match uh, obviously we could have been much more happier if, they, if we would have won it but I mean I can tell you these guys are like like so passionate you guys are definitely going to get a taste of it once you are in Calcutta for the uh, for that one I Love United event in, in October oh, I'm so jealous of everyone that's going there because it just sounds incredible and I mean I want to know because I'm not going to specifically be there but what is a normal match day for you all in Calcutta? What's the routine? What food do you have? Where do you all watch it? Let me know. Yeah, so so there are a number of places that we that we uh, decide up where we can watch matches. Although very late night matches, we need to take some permission. Uh, so we do not do Champions League screenings that often. But uh, what we do is that we, or, I mean, almost all the matches we have, we have our screenings, even if it's an FA Cup match, uh, although if it's not that late night, uh, if it's an FA Cup match, if it's, and mostly all the Premier League matches. And for Calcutta, um, you know, you know, as, as, as it's a football-related city, so everybody gets the vibe. Uh, we, have been, we have been screening recently at Rasta. That's a cafe at Park Street. And that's where we have been. Uh, that, that's the, the center of the city, you know. And that's where we have been uh, watching, the, uh, watching matches for this season. It's, it's, it's a wonderful venue. We would really love you guys to be at a venue during the match. During the match day, it's, 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 it's pretty busy for uh, the management. Uh, there are other people like uh, Nishorgo and Shukolan and Shantan. They are uh, they're the uh, they're on ground most of the most of the time uh, just just for the matches. The, the very early morning rise up for them. They go and just settle up everything from screening uh, tellies to large screens to projectors and then to the food. Uh, the, everybody loves to watch football over beer, so you know it's, it it gets very it gets very frenzy for all of us. Everyone does watching football over beer. I like that. I mean, absolutely. Halftime food. What is it? Because over here, now I'm presuming on your visit to Old Trafford, you know, it's kind of like a halftime pie and everything. That's usually the go-to. What's it over there? Uh, over here, it's it's it can be a complete buffet. You know, sometimes sometimes it 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 gets so fancy that that I have to like you know let people know you know the match has already started. Let's let's pound foot for now. Let's for the end of the game. Uh, it, it gets it gets um, it's, it it gets frenzy because honestly, um, we have we have we have the best chicken tikka masala. Which which comes up with the the butter naan and that that that's the most favorite combo. Uh, we also have uh, chicken lollipops and garlic chicken and all of this. In, 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 and you know how Indian food is like it's packed with flavors and 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 uh, it actually titillates your smell. So you know smell smell buds. So you know it, it's it's wonderful. But uh, the match is a prime priority. It is, but although it is a priority, I'm definitely going to tell the gang that's coming over there to bring me some food back because that sounds so good. <laughs> but now it's not just 
you know, the love for the actual club and the on the pitch things that are going on. It's really good to hear that Kolkata's official supporters club, you also wanting to do work with the United's foundation too. Can you talk to us about what work you've done already? The United Foundation uh, was a big leap for all of us because we could actually uh, work with them and how Man United helped uh, helped people in Calcutta, how Man United helped the football community uh, all over the obviously for all over the world and mostly for Calcutta because of the donations um, the, we because the donations we were, we actually amassed uh, uh, for the COVID related purpose and. That was actually amazing. I remember, I remember talking to John Shields about that, and uh, he said that you know it was wonderful that um, the way Man United Calcutta Supporters Club has uh, come up with such plans and actions so that everything is smooth and the money actually goes down to uh, the exact um, the Hope Foundation, which is which is a uh, which is a foundation based uh, based out of Ireland. But the sad news, you know, the person who we were dealing with. He, she actually passed out of COVID, so it was so sad for all of us. Oh my goodness! Yeah, but but then you know, uh, but then it was very happy um, for her. It was a happy mo- moment for her to see that everything was on, 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 on it, everything was going on as per the plan. The, the the amount of money that we amassed and and the one that was matched by Man United it actually went down to the to the official uh, Hope Foundation, and it was in such a wonderful gesture from Man United. I can't believe. I mean, I don't, I don't know any other club in the world would do that, but it, they did for all the supporters club uh, around the world, approximately around 192 countries. It was wonderful. I mean, we can't be ever more grateful to Man United for that. Oh, that's incredible. And it's great to hear the amazing work you've done. Now, I want to know that I love United events. Have you been to any of the previous ones? Yeah, I was I, I was uh, there during the, the the first one actually, which was against uh, which was in 2016. It was the Tottenham match, and it was wonderful. It was held at one of uh, Calcutta's uh, biggest football clubs, the East Bengal Football Club. It was it was held at the grounds. Uh, it was one of the biggest events. I, I I recall the day was. I mean, we were already ready for um uh, for. The play for the for, for the legends who came to came to uh, Calcutta for 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 the for the game actually uh, there were there was a mini football tournament that was that 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 took place at the Bengal grounds as well so it was wonderful and I'm hoping this time it's going to be even much more bigger and better because you know people are waiting to see legends back. They are out of their homes after so after so long. We already had a virtual I Love United event uh, last year on the last season, um, the, but but this one is going to be like in person. It's going to be amazing. We are so excited for it. I'm so excited too. And now speaking of the I Love United event that was online, talk to us about how fans rallied behind the vote last season to ensure that Kolkata were the winner. How cool is that? Honestly, you know. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't know this is going to happen because you know we were trailing much behind, and you know what happened. Then I actually posted that you know we really want our fans to come back uh, and just to vote, uh, and 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 then and then everybody rallied up. Maybe they were all uh, watching the other game. Actually, I guess it was a game against Leeds. Uh, so they were they were all uh, uh, watching the game. And once United won against Leeds in the Rose Derby, you know it's one of the most passionate football matches in the world. So as soon as the as soon as we won the game. Everybody rallied up, and I can't believe there. Mo- and there were so many votes, and and we could end everything in in, in a couple of hours. It was wonderful. Uh, I I just literally thanked almost each and to each and every one of uh, who voted for us. And uh, yeah, thank God that we 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 will be hosting I Love United. I think it's Calcutta really deserves to host it because it's one of the most passionate football cities in the world. I would say that. 
and uh, yeah because we have the you know we, have, we used to have the uh, world's second largest football stadium now with with a lesser capacity it's a fourth largest but we still have um, i mean it's it's one of the most humongous architectures in the world uh, so you know i think i think this is what it we deserved and calcutta has gone through that i'm very happy and very excited buzzed Oh, I can sense it too because I was I was back at Old Trafford when that vote was going on and I seen how everyone was like, oh my god, it was like a last minute winner when when Cole it really yeah. was. Forty time rules, you know. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. And now you're not going to be alone when this Isle of United event happens. You're going to have Mikel Silvestre, Wes Brown. Now talk to me about what they can expect from Isle of United Calcutta. What what do you want to say to the fans? You know, what is the atmosphere going to be like? it's going to be buzzing i can i i can tell you that these guys are legends for the club uh, uh, silvestra and west brown they actually were in india for a couple of years uh, they were playing for the indian super league and they know what they are going to get through you know they are not it's not going to be a surprise for them they know what fans are they know that how 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 crazy that these fans can get it will be lovely to share the space with them right now they are going to come to calcutta they are going to be calcutta's i mean calcutta is going to host them with all love and care so you know it's going to be amazing we we can't wait uh, for them to back to be back in the city of joy they were in calcutta for one of the avi games they had to play and come come and play at calcutta but and then they knew that what what can happen you know the the stadium buzzes with their names it's going to be amazing for them it really is well thank you very very much for that i've enjoyed every second hearing about it and you made me even more jealous that i'm not going <laughs> <laughs> I'll, i'll be at the, at, at the official supporters dinner so most probably i'll be i'll be on on the, i'll be at old trafford during the during that game i'll not be there so i, I hope we're going to meet yeah Oh, well, fingers crossed I do get to meet you at some point then. But it's been lovely chatting to you and I hope you have an amazing time at the event. Thank you. Cricket legend Ajit Agarkar will need no introduction to our fans in India, but for those of you that don't know, he is the third highest wicket taker for India in One Day Internationals and represented his country in the three World Cups as well as playing his part in the inaugural ICC World 2020 winning squad in 2007. Agarkar spent three seasons with Kolkata Knight Riders in the Indian Premier League and is a massive red, so I just had to catch up with him to find out more about what to expect from Isle of United Kolkata. So first of all, Ajit, thank you for joining me. How are you? Uh, very good, Zara. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, well, thank you for joining us. Now we're talking about the special connection that United have with India. Now, have you had the opportunity to go and visit Old Trafford? Yeah, more than a few times actually. Lucky enough, uh, was playing with the Indian team where actually Manchester United hosted us. Uh, was fortunate enough to meet Sir Bobby Charlton at that point. Was the Sunderland game as well? I think Roy Keane is back as manager at that point. Uh, um my memory is all right i think louis saha scored the goal at the stretch for end so yeah watched watched the champions league game with inter milan so yeah i've been uh, fortunate to have visited a couple of times what a memory that is that sounds incredible i had to really think hard <laughs> no actually not it was it was a special day so are you saying that you met bobby charlton first hand how did that actually come about I don't think I could get a word out of my mouth. I think I just said hello, and uh, I, because because the club had invited us, I think four or five of us. I think Sachin uh, was there with us as well. Tendulkar, I think he was presented with the opus at that point uh, by Sir Bobby Charlton, and yeah, I I sort of knew where I was standing. I think Sachin probably was still uh, not as big a football fan or just trying to learn football, but it was a special moment. I I, I didn't expect that to happen, so it was it was pretty cool. I don't I don't think I. Said much more than hello, and 
real honor to meet you. But apart from that, I was quiet. <laughs> now, I want to know as well, you just mentioned about being at Old Trafford, but Old Trafford Cricket Ground, what was it like with the memories of playing there? Just representing your country is probably the highest honor you can possibly get uh, in, in most sport. So to be able to play in different countries and get the chance to play for your own country, is, it is pretty special. So, and England's, India and England have had so much history over the years. Uh, in terms of cricket, uh, some really good series that we've had. Uh, 2002 again was a special one. We didn't actually play a test match at uh, test match at Old Trafford, but we I think we ended up playing a one day. We played at Leeds uh, at Headingley the test match, uh, but drove down for the for the game. So no fond memories. It's a it's a great place to uh, place to tour. You don't have to take any any flights. You get to hop on a bus and uh, travel to places, which is always nice. It is one of the tours that every Indian cricketer looks forward to. And now, we have spoken to a few cricketers over the years. We've spoken to Yuvraj Singh and Jofra Archer, to name a couple. We've spoke to them about it. We've spoke to some Lancashire cricket players as well. And football is sometimes a topic of conversation in the pavilion amongst the players, sometimes a bit of part of the warm-up, the pre-match prep. Is it for you? It is. I mean, to be honest, the team that I played in, there weren't that many guys who followed football, but apparently the current Indian team, Premier League so big in India anyway, that a lot more... Uh, people have started following. But yeah, it is. There's a lot of banter that goes around uh, around football more than cricket. I think cricket is just what you do as a profession. But uh, there's some bragging rights every every weekend when football goes on. So yeah, it's uh, if the team's doing well, then it's, it's a nice place to be. Yeah, that is. Now, speaking of teams doing well, so United have been doing all right so far. We're going on a good run. What have you been making of it with the progress that United have made? Obviously, over the last, what, three, four games, uh, you can see the progress. New manager, new, you know, lots of new players. Exciting times. Uh, this this international break probably has given the managers, well, some more time to spend with the guys, at least, who are back, back in the UK and not playing for their international teams. But, but, yeah, very excited for the season. Very, very optimistic. How and when did you start following United? When did you realise that you had that love for United? Uh, I think mid '90s, probably. Uh, Rohan, Rohan's been on this uh, podcast. I think Rohan Gavaskar. Uh, he's he's a dear friend, and uh, he's been a massive United fan for as long as I know. I think I think that was my first connection to start following Manchester United, and I think it also was probably the easiest team at that point with not a lot of TV uh, coverage in India back then to to follow because it was as big as it gets uh, the club, and obviously then the '99 happened. Uh, the treble. So you start getting more excited and start following it a bit more. But it was towards 96, 97 that, that I really started watching a bit more of following and it was the easiest team to follow and really fall in love with. Do you have a favourite player from over the years? I, I think Roy Keane probably, just because of how he was uh, as a leader of the pitch. Paul Scholes, probably the closest between those two. Ronaldo Rooney, of course, later on, or Cantona. Although I haven't obviously highlights, but I haven't watched Cantona live a lot because sort of started following a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I think I'd have to go to Roy Keane when he was on the pitch for United. Yeah, plenty of big names there to choose from, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there, there, there's so many players. It's it's difficult. I think you just look at what uh, that team at that point anyway, uh, through the late 90s, early 2000, and just kept carrying on. There's so many big name players. Rio, uh, with its partnership at that point, the Nevilles, uh, it's we could probably go on uh, through that list. I mean, Beckham, Gigsy. So uh, it's yeah, it's 
like I said, it was very easy to uh, love the team. Ajit, you enjoyed a hugely successful cricket career. You represented a team that was so passionately supported globally too. So it must make you empathise more with the players when you see the level of focus and scrutiny that they have too. Oh, without a doubt. I, I think that's that's the thing that you, you know, as as much as you want the team that you follow to do well as a fan, uh, you understand that. When you've, when you've played professional sport, you understand it's if it was that easy, everyone could do it. Uh, it's not, but it's just part and parcel of uh, life and sport or a, or a team. If you're part of a Manchester United, you are going to be under scrutiny. Uh, I'm sure, just like any other sport, the players learn to deal with it. Uh, as a player, you know you're trying your hardest. Sometimes, sometimes things work for you, sometimes they don't. And, uh, you know, you've got to accept it for a fan. I know... I, I know how much how much we pop it on a bound standing on a boundary uh, when India is not doing well. So uh, it's just part and parcel. You you deal with it as a fan and someone who's played another sport uh, professionally. I can absolutely empathise and understand it. You played in Kolkata too, and the fans they have voted for the next Isle of United event to be hosted in Kolkata. So we know how passionate the fans are there in that city. Now, what were your experiences playing in front of them? It's a crazy city. I think uh, generally, I mean, and it's it's probably one of the cities where football is as big as cricket. I mean, that's that's a big statement to make uh, where India is concerned because I don't think that anything at the moment matches what the following that cricket has. But slowly but surely, uh, other sports are catching up. And football, it's I haven't been to a football game in Calcutta, but I've, I've seen it on TV and the stadiums just fill up for fun. And uh, that's always nice to see when you get people coming in. You know they're passionate about it and uh, it's a great city. In the IPL, I played for KKR for three years at the start of the IPL. Uh, so I spent a fair bit of time uh, in Kolkata and uh, the following for sport in general is phenomenal. It really is. You, you know, you've mentioned there about Kolkata being as big of a football city as it is cricket. So we have got two special guests coming out to the event. We've got Wes Brown and Mikel Silvestre. What do you want to say to them to expect from the supporters? Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, two pretty special people. So, no, they, I, I, I think I'm sure they've probably been to India before or or experienced it, but they'll need a little bit of security around them. Uh, so, <laughs> are you offering to be security for them? No, happily, happily, <laughs> happily. <laughs> no, it's uh, it it is a very passionate place uh, for football as well. I I know East Bengal, Mohan Bagan, those sort of old teams in cricket as well. They are they are very very competitive and. You know, there's a lot of rivalry between teams, but I, I believe in football, it's it's even more so. Uh, you can only expect uh, a lot of passionate fans around. They have mentioned it. We have spoke to them. They've been talking about how excited they are to go back there. But I want to ask you, what is one thing that our legends must try whilst they're out in Kolkata? It could be an experience need to try. It could be food. It could be anything. What do you think? Oh, wow. You put me on the spot there. Uh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, there's a game at Eden Gardens uh, in Kolkata. If there's a cricket game, that's the one thing that they should certainly try and experience. That atmosphere when there's a full crowd. Uh, and if India's doing well, if you have Virat Kohli or someone's going going well in their game, uh, it, it is the place to be. I mean, I've been I've been lucky enough to be at Old Trafford to watch a Manchester United game. So, I, you know, I can I can sort of relate to it. It is it can The place can be loud. So, if hopefully there's a cricket game, they should try and certainly watch it if there is one. We'll definitely have to research that and find out because they'll want to do that for sure. <laughs> that is, it is, it is a historic place. 
Finally, I do have one more question for you. Do you have a message for your fellow United fans in India and around the world, especially the ones that are going to this I Love United event? You know, just like we spoke before as a, as a fellow professional, maybe in other sport, you know, just keep supporting your team. Uh, it, it doesn't matter how the day is. I know I, know I cop a lot uh, when United have a tough, uh, a tough day, but, but look, it's, it, it is a great club and uh, I'm proud to be a Manchester United fan. Well, thank you so much. That was great torture and giving us all that special insight. Thank you, Zara. It's been a pleasure. I Love United Kolkata is free to attend. Fans can apply online for tickets by visiting www.manunited.com forward slash I Love United Kolkata by no later than Sunday the 9th of October. Applications will then be entered into a ballot with tickets issued at random. Successful applicants will be notified by email no later than Wednesday the 12th of October. Good luck to everyone that enters. So, I've heard the perspective of a Mancunian former player on the cultural differences, but Wes Brown isn't the only ex-red to make the move to the Indian Super League. Tom Thorpe, Diego Forlan, Paul Rachubka, Dimitar Berbatov, Bojan Jordic and Mikel Silvestre all signed for clubs in the ISL. To see it through the eyes of someone with a slightly different temperament to our Wes, I spoke to the French former United defender from that list. So Mikel, thank you for joining me. How are you doing? Very good, thank you. And yourself? I'm all right, thank you. Now, what have you been up to? What's been going on in Mikel Silvestre's world? <laughs> a lot going on. A lot of travels, traveling constantly. Again, tomorrow, flying back to to Europe for for meetings and meeting players, meeting families, meeting clubs, going to uh, UEFA, going to yeah various places. When did you find out that you'd be returning to India for the Isle of United event and how excited are you for it? It was about a month and a half ago and uh, yeah, I was super excited because I love going to India. I've been going since 2014, first time. And since pretty much every, almost every year, I've been going to different uh, cities, so Delhi, uh, Chennai, where I used to play. I went to Goa and I'm going again actually to to Goa just uh, after, a week after the Isle of United uh, event. They organized the Under-17 Women's World Cup. So in Goa, it will be the semi-final. So I'll be there for those games. Sounds like a fantastic trip. But now the first trip to Isle of United India that you'll be having, you're not going to be on your own. You're going to be joined by Wes Brown. So it's going to be lots of fun, isn't it? Yeah, it is always with Wes. We've had uh, some great time, obviously, playing for the club, but since then also uh, having a lot of fun with uh, the fans and the, the sponsors around the world. is It's it's a good fun to to be uh, to be back together. What was your reaction when you first heard that you'd be going with Wes? Was there a big smile on your face when you when you found out? Yeah, exactly. Because uh, yeah, he's he's a character, proper man, and it's yeah, we've had we've had a good time. I mean, I spent nine years with him as a teammate so it's always good to uh, to go back on memory lane and also to just spend time nowadays with us between us speaking of these different relationships now I want to know the special connection that's between Manchester United and India because there is so many passionate fans that are there and everyone talks about what the support is like in India tell me about your time in India and how you found that connection with Manchester United how close it was Yes, I mean, I was in Chennai, so there's, it's a big population and there was a lot of United fans. And during that season, also traveling in pretty much every region except for Rajasthan, um, in Mumbai, uh, 
in Goa, in Pune, in, in Delhi, in Northeast, there was always United fans uh, greeting me and asking me a question about my time at United and and talking about uh, the upcoming fixtures and yeah, the passion is doesn't matter if you are in uh, in England, in the north of England, or in London, wherever you meet the the fans uh, in the Indian fans fans in India as passionate and um, yeah, behind the team always. What was your time playing at um, Chennai and? Because it, it seemed it's always terrific and stuff. We've spoken to us about his time at Kerala Blasters, but what was your what, what was your time at Chennai in the football club? So it was the first uh, edition of the Indian Super League, so everything was new. Uh, a lot of uh, excitement, Bollywood actors, cricket players involved. Uh, so stadium were full. It was really a big thing. I mean, the names were like uh, Trezeguet, Del Piero, Nicholas Anelka, Marco Materazzi was my coach. I mean, there was a, a big hype about the competition and we played in a lot of cricket grounds, so capacity was gigantic and uh, yeah, always felt welcome and it was very, very good atmosphere, very positive, very good vibes. How did that move come about? How did it first come about that you were potentially going to go there? Look, I was at the end of my contract in the MLS back in Portland on the, on the West Coast this opportunity came and there was nothing nothing concrete in Europe so I was like why not discover a new country a new continent and, and jump uh, jump right into it I mean I had a glimpse of what it would be like because the, the previous summer I covered the uh, World Cup uh, in Brazil 2014 so I knew about Mumbai and so I kind of ex- I was a little bit aware of what would be the, the adventure but uh, to be traveling with the new teammates, uh, it was like a long tournament, you know, so it was uh, only five months at the time. So living in a hotel um, 24-7 with the same people. So it was it was intense sometimes, but most of the time it was fun. What was it like when you first actually arrived there? Was it everything you expected? It was strange because uh, straight away you jump into... The traffic, then you don't know where to, to look because it's coming from every direction. Uh, it's very loud. If you if your car cannot honk, then uh, you must stay at home and don't drive because this is the first <laughs> instrument. You, have, you need a brake and you need a honk. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the windshield and... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's crazy um, so yeah it's it's a it's a bit of a shock uh, compared to to Europe when everything is organized and set up and everybody follow the rules over there it's um, an organized chaos it's fun it's fun it's different that's for sure I mean it really does sound different exciting but different what kind of things were you looking to do there what what, what adventures were you looking to do and did you actually get get any done oh yes uh, visited temples there's so many gods over there I can't remember the amount but uh, it's in the thousands and the food you know India is, is known for for spice so yes this is extremely challenging for us European to test the food over there especially over there and then uh, Chennai is on the Madras region, so the coast. So outside of Chennai, there was some nice beach, hotel, 
uh, we could go in and, and relax on, on certain days off. So, yeah, we had uh, enough time to, to discover places, but most of, most of it was about religion and, and food. But there's so much that we, every time was, was different. What were, the, what were the fans like in general at um, Chennai Inn? Like, the fans are incredible anyway, but specifically at that club, were they great? Yeah, they were great. They were super excited because uh, we brought something um, new and, and obviously it was higher level than whatever they've been watching in the previous uh, years and, and decades. So it was, um, yeah, they were super excited and they were, yeah, they were really behind the team all the time. And we couldn't feel like any downtime when, when there was, uh, you know, even nothing to cheer about, they were still making a lot of noise. So it was, it was very intense. And for us, it was super hot. And we would lose uh, a lot of water. So therefore, kilos during every single session and, and games. And, and the fans also were sweating in the, in the stadium. <laughs> so, I mean, sounds extremely warm. And I know that. Wes is also a fan of the heat because he, he does like a good, good tan as well, does Wes. Yeah, so I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. he enjoyed that. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to ask you, memories on and off the pitch, what's your best? On the pitch, uh, probably our first game because uh, there was 65,000 uh, people in the stadium in, in Chennai. So it was uh, an incredible start of the, of the campaign for us. And... Uh, we were expecting, obviously, it's uh, more than one billion population, expecting people to follow the game, but to come in such a big number uh, was very impressive. And throughout the competition, it was pretty much uh, the same. So it was a, a great feeling. Even You know, even it was challenging because we played uh, 17 games in three months. So every three, four days, you have a, a game, you travel in between. We played on concrete, I mean, on the cricket ground. So it was super hard, uh, but still the, uh, it, was, it was a real pleasure. So, yeah, on the pitch, it would be yeah, the, the amount of fans uh, coming up to, to cheer for us. And uh, off the pitch, uh, it has to be uh, visiting the, the Taj Mahal. I've done it twice. I could go again. Uh, I guess every year it's just uh, stunning, absolutely stunning. And I've seen some amazing uh, monuments in in my life, but this is top of the list for sure. Now, Mikel, having a little look on Instagram as well, Ronnie Johnson posted a little bit of a throwback picture because you ended up going back to Chennai with Ronnie Johnson and a few others. What was it like going back there? Well, first of all, it was... Uh... It was the, the first time that uh, United brought so many legends uh, in one for one event. And it was uh, very good to reconnect with, uh, with the guys because um, we've been uh, apart from each other during COVID. Uh, and to spend, uh, it was three, four days all together with Ronnie, with Peter, with Vida, with uh, Louis, uh, with Wes. It was great. We had uh, a lot of fun. We played football together, so that was uh, the cherry on the, 
on the cake and uh yeah it was it was super nice and now i've got to ask you about the i love united event because 16th of october we're going to be in kolkata now you're going to be on stage for the screening of that there's going to be an incredible atmosphere how good is it for you to go out there it's fantastic it's almost like uh, you feel you're, like you're going to be playing because there's a uh, a lot of people a lot of fans in the attendance and they always uh they want a piece of us. Uh, they want to ask us a lot of questions. So we are on the, um, yeah, we, we have to perform. Uh, so it's, it's super exciting. And uh, now that the team is, uh, I think, more equipped to, to compete, it makes, it makes us even more excited as, as former players and for the fans as well. I think it's, we're in a better spot uh, when we do these type of events. Why should fans the local fans get down to this Isle of United event. What's the best thing about it? The best thing about it is to be able to to celebrate and to cheer for the team in a group because if you if you watch a game by yourself, it's it's not the same. And the atmosphere will be crazy for any uh, any chances waiting for for the goal to to pass the the goal line. Most of the time we win, so. It's a great occasion to to celebrate and be closer to to United, to Old Trafford. Having uh, Wes and, and myself sharing our, our knowledge and our history with with the club, it's uh, it's kind of a unique experience. Well, come and uh, join us. It will be a, an amazing event. Wes, uh, Wes and myself will be uh, ready to to spend some time with you, to to cheer with you, to. Uh, to ask, uh, to answer all of your questions. Uh, so come in number, I'm sure we will have great fun. Oh, perfect, well thank you very much. You're welcome. So, if you're an Indian Manchester United super fan, you may already know about the ex-players and special ties I've been discovering. But this one might be news to you. Do you know what connects Jade and Sancho and India? Well, I went and sat down with the United winger at Old Trafford, overlooking the glorious green pitch where we introduced Jaden to United superfan Rick, who is based at his home in Kolkata. So, Rick, how are you feeling? You're getting to meet Jaden Sancho. Uh, it's a f- I'm very excited, actually. <laughs> I'm like going on in my head, like, what, what am I going to ask and stuff like that. And, like, <laughs> it's like a, a, such a special opportunity. Like, we don't get that every day. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you too, Jaden. I mean, I saw you before once, but I was in the galleries and you were playing in the, sta- in the stadium. So, yeah, nice to okay. be able to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, it's a pleasure. Now, we're all meeting up together because yeah. Isle of United is coming to India it's going to be such an exciting event fans are passionate there aren't they Jaden? Nah when I was there when I was um, playing for England on the 17 World Cup the atmosphere was crazy so I can only imagine what, what it would be like with United so yeah I'm glad it's in India as well I like India Oh my god now you must be super excited about it too Rick Oh yes uh, I mean the last time I Love United came down to India I mean I was in some other city actually so I missed it I mean I was on the call, I was talking to you guys, but I was not there in the city. So this was like a huge deal for me this time around. Like, we're all buzzing for it. That's amazing. The votes were won for Kolkata and you were the representative for yes. it. It was a bit surreal. I mean, yes. Jaden, you should have seen it. It yeah. was like everyone was voting for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> it was a proper fight. <laughs> like, like, we were like, proper fight between the cities and everything. We were like, all like, wow. up. Like you had to vote for our city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could imagine. It was like some kind of game show or something that like there were all the, like the contestants. 
<laughs> That's the only way to describe it. It was it was great though. Yeah. I mean, especially like everyone was talking about the favorite like favorite parts, like the favorite cities and where they should go. But I mean, you let Jada know what was your what was your favorite thing about Kolkata that we had to go there for I Love United. Uh, the favorite thing I would say that Kolkata is uh, we know India is uh, like a cricket loving place. So when you think of Kolkata, Kolkata is the one place I can say confidently we love our football more than we love our cricket. And uh, the stadium that we have in Kolkata, like the Salt Lake Stadium where you played, obviously it's like the biggest one of the biggest stadiums in Asia. And we have two of the like one of the biggest rivalries in Indian football so we are like born into like either one of these two clubs and it's like a huge rivalry so it's like the football is something like we breathe in and out every day and the support for Manchester United I would say that I think uh, the fan club that I'm part of the Calcutta Manchester United fans club we were formed like back in 2010 or something I was still back in college that time and it was like crazy and the way that we have grown today it's like Amazing. To be fair, he does have a point. Because we was under 17, so imagine if, you know, the proper first team was actually there and there was nearly a full stadium. So they, they do love football. They're very passionate about football. So I think that's what you're saying about the passion for support there. Yeah, so, I mean, like you said, it was exciting then, you know, when you were playing. Yeah, so yeah. You've already got some fond memories. Who else were you with? What was that experience like? Um, I was with Angel Gomez. Obviously, he's a familiar name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a close friend of mine. He's doing so well in France at the moment. But yeah, me and him had a great bond, um, especially on the seventeens. Um, we used to be roommates all the time. We used to just laugh and just joke around all the time. So yeah, it was fun. Kind of like the two little pranksters then, if you. Nah, were. not pranksters. Not pranksters. <laughs> he would probably be the prankster. I'm not a prankster. <laughs> what would he prank you then? Yeah, sometimes. Like he would tell people that it's my birthday and then people sing happy birthday and it's not my birthday. To be fair, that is the worst. Yeah. It's like you'll go to a restaurant or something and then also like, oh, it's your birthday and you get like a cake with candles yeah. and everything. <laughs> Hold on, does that actually, ha- does that happen in Kolkata? Oh yes, it does. I mean, a group of waiters come to your table and then start singing and you're like hiding a face. <laughs> That's the worst feeling. <laughs> so it's a universal thing. Yeah, it's a universal thing. For sure. <laughs> it's an all-time classic. And then Rick, I mean, you are you are a bit of a super fan, to say the least. United yeah, super yeah. fan. So you've even got loads of questions too. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna steal my job, and you've got <laughs> lots of questions. I mean, it's not hard to steal my job, but you go ahead, Rick, because you had some questions for Jaden too. Uh, yes, I have a lot of questions actually. So the first question I would say that is, you see that there are a lot of uh, non-English speakers in the squad today. Previously, I played in Germany as well, Jaden. So how big a role does Speaking a common language play in team building, like on a personal note, how many languages can you speak personally? <laughs> okay, um, I was in Germany for four years, but my German is not the best, I do admit. To be fair, the players did help me and the coaches when I was over in Germany. They um, actually spoke some English, so they helped me a lot. But I do know a few words in German, but not like a full conversation because it is very hard to speak German. But definitely it's, it's important to, you know, learn the language of another person so you can communicate better. Yeah. Can you teach us a few words in German then? To be fair, I only know training terms or like my name is, it's just basic. I wish like I could remember more things, but 
I was so focused on football. Yeah, you were too busy with training that week. At least that's a valid excuse. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have another kind of a, kind of a technical question thing. Okay. So I was thinking of the new Eric Ten Hag era that is here at our club today. So how is the team like adapting to his uh, training sessions and his ideas in general? And like especially you because you have played on both the wings and you have scored twice already in the season. So. How is this uh, adapting period going on? The transition period. Yeah, I think I think the players are, are really loving it at the moment. Um, you know, he has a clear plan, and um, every every player is taking it on board. And you could tell in pre-season the players were clicking, and um, you know, it's only just the beginning. So hopefully, many more good games under his um, managing. So. Looking forward to it. There's been such good feedback from fans as well. Mm. Yeah, like what you're seeing, you can see it and stuff, you know, the fans as well, especially at Old Trafford, the atmosphere, the atmosphere has always been great, but it's just, it just feels a little bit more electric now. Yeah, 100%. Even on the TV, it sounds really cool. Yeah, I feel it, yeah, definitely. Uh, yes. And also, the thing about the feedback you said, like, how do you take the negativity when, like, things are not going too well and all? So, uh, like, like what happened in the initial games. So, and also the positivity as well. Like, when you won against Liverpool and Southampton and Leicester, like, how, is, how do you take that? Like, the mindset of things? Um, to be fair, I, I don't think we let poor performances... Um, get to us um we are we are human um we do make mistakes um but again it's that's that's the part of the learning of this game so if we make a mistake we bounce back the next week um it's just about making the mistakes very minimal creating more better opportunities for each other yeah that's really good thing you're getting to rub shoulders with Cristiano, as you said. In Germany, before you got to like play with Marco Royce. So, how is the transition going on from you being the new kid in the block to right now being one of the like the senior members? You see younger players coming up. So, how is the transition going on for you when you were looking up to the, some senior players, and then now there are new kids coming up who are kind of looking up to you as one of the star players in the team? So, how is that change? How does that feel? Yeah, to be fair, I don't really look at it like that. I'm still looking up to people so um, I still look at myself as one of the young ones but the younger players that probably do look up to me I think it's a great feeling uh, for me personally you know to have um, you know young supporters that want to do what I've done but again I, I haven't finished my career yet so I have to keep on showing what I can do more and more and um, you know hopefully I, when I do stop playing football I can look back on my career and say I've done everything I could so yeah, that's really, really good to hear. I think as well, you know, like, especially like you, you know, you're playing though this season. It's one of them that this season, everyone says it's, it's so exciting and it's mm. so exciting to see like the front line be just so vibrant and full of energy. And it must be just fun being a player, having to enjoy no, 100%, it. 100%, 100%. It's, it's a beautiful thing when you get to do what you love every day. So, you know, I can't complain. <laughs> don't think we can complain as fans either <laughs> <laughs> not at all another thing that I'm just asking because I have the chance like you're seeing a lot of like fist bumps and chest bumps on the field right now whenever we even make a good defensive tackle and defensive challenge so would you say that the team spirit is really high right now and we're like trying to enjoy all aspects of the game like not just the goals or the assists but everything that we do yeah I think um the manager has made this a big part of um, our culture in the dressing room. So, um, you know, we have had, we've had a lot of team bonding. You know, you, you can see it on the pitch that everyone's rooting for each other, especially even when we make mistakes. Um, 
you know, we have leaders on the team. But yeah, just the passion of every every, every game we play is 100%. So, you know, we just have to keep on doing that for every game and to the end of the season. It's really hope for more of that. Like we as fans also, like we get charged up and we see things like that happening. And it's really like an uplifting experience for us as well. So, yeah. Yeah, hope to see a lot more of that. Thank you, Rick, um, for everything. Um, hopefully we get a win for you guys come the Newcastle game. And for sure, I'll try to score for you guys. Really appreciate it. And we'll be sharing you on from here. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. And that was my fact-finding mission about the connection between Manchester United and India. Now, I genuinely thought that it was fascinating and I have such an appreciation for what it takes to be a fan from so far away. I think maybe I sometimes take for granted how simple it is to watch United either on TV or in person. However, the I Love United events are all about bringing that matchday experience to these fan hotspots all around the world. This first event in Kolkata on the 16th of October is going to be incredible. Wes and Mikel will both be there on the day to watch the Newcastle game with all the attending fans. If you want to be at the event, make sure you head to www.manunited.com forward slash Kolkata by no later than Sunday the 9th of October to register for free tickets. A big thank you to Sumya, Rick, Ajit, Wes, Mikel, Jaden, to Team Viewers Tech, and of course to you for listening. More great podcasts every week on the United Pod, so make sure you're subscribed and have the notification bell on so you're first to know when a new episode drops. Thanks for listening.